right, everybody. It's Blockbuster Mentality. I'm Ben. I'm Dave. Dave, happy to be recording once again. Absolutely. Uh, what's, what's new with you, man? Not much with me, although I have been watching a lot of the World Cup this cycle. You've uh, been watching a lot, really. I've watched probably a, well, I've watched a bit of nearly every match so far. Obviously, America didn't uh, uh, qualify. What uh, are you following? A certain team, or uh, well, normally I'd follow the United States. There's a number of teams that didn't make it this year. Actually, the Netherlands didn't make it. Italy didn't make it. It's the first time in a long time. So it's kind of just a weird thing. The U.S. team is kind of in flux. They had to fire the coach who we thought was going to kind of rebuild the program. They had to get rid of him. Right. But I still enjoy. I'm not a big soccer guy. But I I do like the World Cup. I actually really like seeing like different countries battle each other. I like seeing a contrast. I think like one and it was like Nigeria versus like Croatia or uh, something. You see like one team from one place is one group of people. They're right. clearly different than the other group of people they're playing, right? Right. And I like that like contrast of yeah. like countries and battling and they have different skill sets and different yeah, I mean, it's, Japan versus somebody else. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's almost its own, you know, a little Olympics, obviously. I mean, it's yeah. obviously it's every four years. Exactly. Uh, I finally watched my first match today. Uh, it's the time of this recording. It was Croatia and Argentina. Oh, okay. So obviously Messi, uh, that whole thing. I watched it at work. At work, they're letting us, you know, they put it on the TVs yeah, all across yeah. the office and everything. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. It's, it's, it's especially, you know, you don't realize how serious and how much people get into it and then you see like shots of the crowd and stuff and they like see like these fans of argentina like holding their hands Uh and like closing their eyes it's just like this (laughs) this stuff is so important to these people i mean i love i love when my teams do great i get upset when they don't but it's not a matter of this isn't it's not my life the thing about it though you said teams and for a lot of these countries this is the sport that's true that's true like well it's hockey season and there's basketball and then college basketball and then baseball that's true you're right this stuff Soccer is the sport. That's all they play. Right. And that's part of the reason, one of the reasons at least, why some of these countries, even these tiny countries can beat the United States. We're a country of 300 million people with the best athletes in the world, but we don't put together the best soccer team because we just, the best athletes go do other things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, I mean... Yeah, when you know I'm a Detroit fan, so when the the Lions are out of it, you right. know, but by by January, then I'm like, all right, let's see what the Red Wings and the Pistons are doing, you know, for the rest of the year. You yeah, know, exactly. they play till April, hopefully. Oh, April's over. Oh, Tigers got the summer now, so let's see what the Tigers are doing in baseball. You know, so yeah, when you it's all you have, the That's only teams. Everything. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, even you know within. You know certain leagues. I mean, you look at the Green Bay Packers. What other what other you know thing do those people who are Green Bay fans have? You know, I mean, the Green Bay Packers are those people's life. You right. know, and go figure. Right, that's why they're so crazy. Right, about yeah. It. yeah. It's like, and it's sort of so. like college football, right? Alabama, right? right? Yeah. Well, what's an Alabama? Well, there's no other. Ma- I don't think there's another major team in Alabama, is there? I don't think that. Not right? that so, I know yeah. of. Yeah, <laughs> Alab- Alabama State. <laughs> exactly, and then yeah, for a pro, you got to go to Louisiana or something right. like that. So. Yeah, I don't know. The World Cup is really interesting. I, I'm not even. I'm not as excited. You know, when the U.S. plays, I get genuinely nervous. I like really want them to win. The last couple, they they, had, they did fairly well, but yeah. So hopefully, there's they've got a lot of young players. I'm looking forward for the, to the next cycle. And they what, uh, so what the cycle? So I mean, the next cycle would then be like their one game elim- eliminations or whatever. Like if if they're they lose, they're out then or well, so like every, well they have. They do. It's really complicated. I don't know. Okay, really yeah, we, all of it. but they're in okay. like a confederation. Okay, uh, like a North American and partially Central American confederation, and they play over a series because it's every four years the World Cup. Right. So at some point they do friendlies and all that stuff, but at some point you get into actual qualifying and you have to accrue points by winning. You play, I don't know how many they have to play, but yeah. all you, the top three or four that's how you qualify but you, you if you lose they lost to like trinidad and tobago or something like that just a terrible team it was like a terrible loss yeah and by losing you get nothing if you win you get like three points if you tie you get one i think that's how it works and whoever that gets to accrues over the course of qualifying over the over well, two three years yeah that's who well advances. two three years but i mean like within the actual world cup tournament oh right now i'm sorry yeah the, cy- yeah. the cycle is four years right now it's, it, right now uh, as of recording they go into so many groups four team groups the top two advance to a knockout, and then it's and then it's a single elimination after that. All right. Well, I'm excited for that because yeah, like you, you know, Argentina lost today, but technically they're not out yet because right. they might. I don't know. I don't even know. So it just depends how yeah whoever yeah. just whoever can get the most with uh, winning or tying. Yeah, tying well, is gay, it's just though. they need to, yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's funny because I, I started watching it today because I've really never sat down and watched soccer. I started watching it a little bit today, and I was like, man, this is so boring. But I kept watching. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, wait, this is kind of exciting. You start <laughs> to adjust is, to the yeah, pace of yeah, the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's just like somebody score already. But then you're like, okay, this is better. This kind of like with hockey. I mean, some of the hockey games are 2 nothing or one nothing, And it's like... I still enjoyed watching it the whole time because it's it's tense. It's right. you know what's going to happen. What's uh, <laughs> any moment it can break. Right, exactly. You, once you get into it, you don't want to miss any moment. And then you right. get with with soccer there are no commercials. For right. 45 50 Yeah, minutes. that's that's nice too. I mean, yeah. that's why yeah, I think a lot of them have like actual ads on yeah. their jerseys and stuff, which I think the NBA is starting to do a little bit to oh, maybe lessen the commercials, which be good. Would be pretty cool. I'd even take that for football too, because football is oh just my out God. of hand with the Yeah, they need to start doing that for sure. Um, but you guys are here for Sicario. <laughs> you are. Let's talk some Sicario. That was a good transition, right? <laughs> it's Sicario yeah, 2 I, uh, is coming up soon. Yep. Right? Yeah, the time of when we, I don't know when we're going to release this episode, but yeah, Sicario 2 is coming out at the time of this recording. Um, we're both Denny Villeneuve fans. Oh, Denny Villeneuve, man. Which is interesting because, well, he does Sicario in 2015. Arrival in 2016, Blade Runner 2049, 2017. I don't know. Yeah. Does he have something coming out next year? I know he's working on like a Cleopatra film. Oh, I don't really? know if that's coming out next year, but, um, but yeah, looked, I really don't know what he's coming out with. Have you seen any of his films before Sicario? I know he came out with Enemy. Well, I mean, to answer your question shortly, no. Neither uh, have I, but he has a lot. Yeah. Enemy, I guess, is one almost a controversial, not controversial in the fact that. People don't know how to take it. Oh, uh, really? It's called Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, I don't. I'm not gonna claim to know anything about it, but it's got a, like a twist. It, it's so confusing that you know it's a big you know split between the critics. And, Interesting. Yeah, he's got like I don't know. I mean, he's done like I think a dozen films. Yeah, only a few of them were short, so he has got a lot of feature films. I didn't realize he had put out that many. Right. I mean, he's. 50 something years old now oh, I, which really? i didn't i just realized when i was doing research for the show uh yeah he's 50 something years old so i mean he's been around for a long time it's just i think uh yeah and i wouldn't have thought he, he had done all that much either i just assumed he's sort of a new director and i don't maybe just off my radar mm-hmm. yeah i think that's kind of what you, you, you were saying so um sicario 2 is coming out yet and this film is not only is doing sicario right now is relevant to Sicario 2 coming out, but it's also relevant to all this mess that's going on at the border. Right, yeah. And I don't want to get, we don't want to, we don't touch that stuff. It's 10 foot pole. Right. It's <laughs> don't pee on the, the rail. You know? <laughs> it's like, don't touch it. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, you can't ignore it completely. You know, it's, it's there. The reality is the border between the United States and Mexico is a total disaster mm-hmm. and a mess. And it doesn't appear that we're getting any closer to fixing it. And this film goes to the heart of a lot of that. Right. Definitely. It's brutal. Mm-hmm. And I understand, you know, people want to escape that and all that. And, people, you know, we have all this. Everybody has their own perspective on how things are supposed to work out. But the reality is there is basically a war going right. on. Right. Yeah. And it is a, I mean, would you call it a drug war? Drug war it's like or? more than that. Yeah. It's more. It's like it's a war. I don't know if it's just for, for, for drugs. I mean, I think it goes beyond drugs. It's more... It's generally just about power. I mean, it's like, yeah. I don't know how I want to say it, but like everybody, everything is so corrupt. Drugs are just are just one part of it, right. I think. The, it feels like some of these, at least the way the movie portrays life south of the border, like somewhere like Juarez is a total war zone. I mean, it can't just be drugs. Right, yeah. I mean, it could be anything else or not drugs. I mean, they have money and guns and like this indiscriminate right, killing. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. I mean, gang-related, obviously. I mean, again, it doesn't have to all... Yeah, like you said, power, I think, is, yeah. a, is a big thing of it. Um, People use drugs as, or that thing as a way to gain power. Right, exactly. Because the drugs brings the money, the money brings the power, as it seems. Um, But uh, because people say like the drug war, you can't win it, and I guess that's true. But you know, we we don't like just by comparison. You know, the United States, we a lot of people do a lot of drugs here, but there isn't like you know, people aren't firing tracer bullets and blowing up cities generally. Right? Yeah. There isn't like a mass carnage. People hanging from bridges. Yeah, exactly. With their limbs oh my god! Off. And it's almost like everyday life for these these Terrible. people, and it's just like a normal thing. You got kids walking on the street; they can easily see that. Yeah, like that scene where he shows Emily Blunt on the rooftop. He's like, "Look over there," and you look and you see like the guns firing and stuff yeah. in the city, and it's just like 
it's chaos. It's you know, insanity. it's just insane, and that's just a normal thing for them. It's it's something that they're used to over there, and it's I, it's yeah. pretty scary. I sympathize with it, right? But I'm not gonna pretend like I have the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if, if uh, anyone had the answer, the clear-cut answer, I don't think uh, any of it would necessarily be happening anymore. Um, but obviously, you know, Sicario, uh, Emily Blunt, J- Josh Brolin, yeah. Benicio Del Toro, Denny Villeneuve obviously directed it. Uh, it's interesting because this movie is so much different than Arrival and Blade Runner. Yeah. This is no, kind definitely. of like a war movie. This mm-hmm. could be like almost like something you'd see like in Iraq or Afghanistan. It felt like, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one thing to have noted, it was written by uh, Taylor Sheridan, who okay. also wrote uh, Heller Highwater. And I haven't also, seen that yet. Oh, definitely see that. It's better than his other movie that I was about to mention, uh, Wind River, um, which okay. was his directorial debut was Wind River. Uh, but yeah, he wrote these three films and he also wrote uh, the second Sicario that you know, obviously is coming out or has come out. I liked Wind River. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, but yeah, Hell, Hell or High Water is definitely uh, way better. Um, it's just, I don't know, I it might like the actors a little more. It's got Chris Pine and uh, Jeff Bridges in it, which okay. I know... I don't know if you necessarily like Jeff Bridges. No, I like them both. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but there's something, uh, there's like a theme he has with his uh, movies. Um, he like calls it a, a spiritual trilogy. So it's Sicario, Heller Highwater, and Wind River. Like it deals with like the American frontier. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Wind River had stuff with like, uh, you know, Native Americans, yeah. things like that. So same with Hell or High Water, but it's more of just like the poor in, in that area of Texas. And then Sicario deals with like the Americans dealing with the cartel. Like it's, you can see how they're kind of interconnected in that way. So it's it's quite interesting. I mean, definitely I would do some research on that to see, yeah. you know, because there's more to it, obviously, than that. Well, it's interesting I didn't you say really that. do it justice, but. Yeah, I mean, you get a lot of like, uh, you get a lot of shots in this movie, at least, of the landscape mm-hmm. of, the, of the border. And it really reminds me the way the music and the way it's shot is like Vilnov was using what he did here for what he did in Blade Runner. Yeah, in definitely. Ways, yeah. You get this like this like mm-hmm. droning music and then just a like I don't know, just like a helicopter or a plane flying yeah. over. Uh, I think Arrival did that a lot too. Yeah, uh, yeah that's you true. know, it's got a, those cool shots of the actual space, you know, the alien right. spacecraft, yeah. you know, from a, you know, above and like I love it. Yeah, Villeneuve, man, he he knows how to work the camera. He knows <laughs> how to, you know, really express the themes, you know, of these movies. He's got a, like a specific uh I don't know, tone to his movies, yeah. um which yeah, just makes me want to go back for more with him although i will say some of this is a little bit slow even though it's not a long movie yeah and there's a lot going on but yet i still felt like it was moving slow and i it could have just been the way i was feeling that night this when I watched it a few nights ago, yeah, that could be. I'm trying to, yeah, because I don't think it felt too slow to me. Maybe what it was what just is me. it? Two hour movie? Just two hours? Yeah, yeah. So maybe um, it was just me. Yeah, I think it just depends. Yeah, your mood or whatever. Um, oh, oh, before I forget, one of the shots I really love was they they board this private plane, mm-hmm. and the the it's shot above the plane. The, the camera's looking. Oh yeah, with the, the shadow, the shadow of yeah. the plane as it's taking off, and then as it's like way up in the yeah. air. That was I thought that was so cool. I that know. Was a really nice touch. I love that shot, and I also love the shot when they're it's towards the end when they're got their gear on and their night vision goggles and stuff. But you the see sunset. them, yeah, the sunset oh, where they that. all like kind of disappear into the <laughs> yeah, darkness of the so ground, awesome. but you still see the sky. <laughs> so cool. I marked those yeah. two down as like my two favorite shots mm-hmm. of the movie. <laughs> yeah, those were great. Yeah, good stuff. Um, what'd you think of? Uh, I mean, a- Emily Blunt's performance overall. Really good. It did exactly what you wanted to show, which is, it's it's telling the movie for the first I don't know twenty minutes. You really don't know what's going on. Here. No, you definitely don't. And yeah. she doesn't know what's going on. And it does a really good job of showing her confusion, which is matching your confusion. Right? Yeah, she's the audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at that point, and it, it shows it. a lot of stuff from her point of view. Yeah, like the cameras from her point of view. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, you're definitely you know her at that moment. Like, what is going on? I need some answers, yeah. and that's when finally, uh, um, guy from Get Out finally, uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he finally says, you know, <laughs> let me get some answers. Yeah. Um, Josh Brolin, so awesome. I love Josh Brolin. He He's is so amazing. cool. He grows on me more and more. Yeah, and more. seriously. Uh, it makes me want to go watch uh, the, 
no country for old men again. This movie reminded uh, me a lot of that. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if it's just the setting. Yeah, probably the, the setting because his character seems a little different. Also, the bleakness um, of the movie. Yeah, sense that there's really no. Yeah, there's no hope. Here. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah, it's not as bad as that. But it, it's there though that, well, that 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 the sense of death and right. Well, I just love how his character is introduced. Like he's, you know, she's waiting, like thinking she's going to get in trouble yeah. for this whole height. This not heist, but this mission they went on that kind of failed. There was a big explosion with the shed, and you know he's in there with flip flops on, and, like his <laughs> reading glasses. Yeah. Do, do we want to talk about that? That opening scene yeah, for I mean, a second. That, might as well, yeah. That's that sets the tone for the whole movie, mm-hmm, right? It's, definitely. It's gonna be just a what we think is just a simple bust of a guy, right? Cartel yeah, guy. Yeah. But then they barrel into the house <laughs> with a SWAT truck. Right. I haven't seen that before. I know. It's like they they can do that. <laughs> know, right. We just <laughs> just crash into right. it. And then there's some shooting and all that, and then whoa. <laughs> she gets shot with some there's like some buckshot into the wall and they start looking at it and then there's all these bodies right. there's something like four, maybe 40 bodies laid into the to the drywall of the house well when she uh, we'll get to that in a second I just when, when she lands or something she says like oh he shot why did he shoot did she say something like that? I don't remember. Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, when he shoots the wall, then yeah, all those bodies inside yeah. the drywall and he said there was like 20 bodies and was she not expecting him to just I guess not. Well, I think that kind of touches on why she like felt the way she did during that whole um, border scene, which okay. obviously we have to talk about. Like, I think I think it has to do with that. But anyways, um, so maybe I just missed it. You might have actually keyed on something I missed. So. No, I, I don't remember. That's what I was asking you. All right, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we'll, maybe we'll figure that out as we as we talk through this. But right. yeah, they see all these bodies wrapped in plastic hitting the drywall. Ooh. And then they find yeah, there's a shed and there's some like locked bit right. that they're trying yeah. to get it's buried. I guess they open it and it's like an IED basically, right? That just you yep. see a hand and people oh it's horrible. Yeah. Everyone's definitely. vomiting yep. and just awful. Yeah, pretty awful stuff. Um so that yeah, I mean that's the tone for this movie. Yeah. Like everything is really this is real. Right. But yeah, it, it sets the tone, but it also wasn't just, you know, that kind of set the chain of events that, you know, would then follow. Cause I mean, obviously they were raiding this house cause it was some, something to do with the drug cartel. Right. Um, they learn about this Diaz guy. Um, well, that's kind of really what it's about. And I, that's the, that's what's put to the Emily Blunt character. Um, uh, Kate, is that her name? Katie, Kate. Yes. Um, is that, uh, <laughs> look, do you want to just, bust small timers or do you really want to get into the real shit right yeah because we're we're in a war here yeah, it's like a literal war right and we need to go kill the sons of bitches who are at the top right rather than yeah, just like, trying to bust like the, the little little guy that's sitting there on the couch eating cheerios or whatever right exactly yeah josh brolin's crew actually gets stuff done whereas her crew i mean what do they invade um uh their kid, the kidnap unit or whatever they yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. She's the she's the kidnap unit. So yeah, it's like, yeah. Josh Brolin's group actually gets stuff done. Um, what they do is pretty much illegal, or they have a cover of legality. So I mean, that's that that was kind of well, before the show when I brought up I might have some possible issues. I don't really understand Emily Blunt's moral ground here. You know what uh, what her actual problem is, other than just procedure. Um, yes, yeah, she has. Yeah, it's procedure, but also like yes, she does things by the book, right? That's the character. So anything that she thinks that things should operate in a certain way, right? And her world is just thrown upside down, and it like the curtain is pulled back. Yeah. Basically, like what you think is right and wrong is not right and wrong, and what you think should be done is not true. Yeah. This, this is what, whatever game you've been playing in your head is not the real game that's actually being played. Right. Yeah. And I think she doesn't know how to deal with it because she's been trained and taught, and everyone has told her, yes, what you're doing is correct. You're awesome. You're a star. Turns out a lot of it was just bullcrap. Right. So I think that she just doesn't know how to deal a with A lot it. of this is just her dealing with her being out of her element. Like, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the reality. Like I said, this is a war. And I think it is an actual war. It's more than a drug war. Right. This is just about going in and killing people, like a real war. Yeah. And she's like, no, we're just like catching bad guys that are like, we can gather the appropriate amount of evidence against them, right. build a case, and then go arrest them, right? 
They're like, no, actually, we just need to go and kill these assholes. <laughs> that's really what. That's the yeah. only way this is ever going to come. Ever getting close to getting solved. Well, I mean, that's that's what they say when, like I said, when he was showing her the the roof on the rooftop, like this is what happens when you cut off the head of a chicken. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what they're doing. They're trying to stir things up to try to you know draw these people out, and you got to do that by doing some shady stuff, doing some things that aren't necessarily within you know procedure. Um, now it takes her the whole move. I don't even know if she ever really comes around to it. Actually, no. I mean, definitely not. I mean, she basically had to sign that paper with Benicio del Toro because he was had a gun to her head. But I feel like the audience leaves her behind. At least I left her behind. Yeah, I'd say that too. Yeah, I mean, that's. I guess that's my issue. Is again, I know you know that she's out of her element. She's you know worried about procedure and you know. She we shouldn't be going in and killing these people. We yeah. should be just catching the bad guys. Where it, it seemed like there should have been more of a moral high ground that was clearer, you know, uh, like because to me the stuff they were doing didn't seem that out of place. Like it didn't seem that shady. I mean, they went through like we said, and you know, just totally drove through a house, <laughs> and you know, and just well, that was by the book, apparently. Apparently, yeah. But the whole so, thing about sneaking across the border with military personnel, yeah, that's not by the book. Nobody even knows who any of these guys are. We find out at some point that they're CIA. We think, okay, do yeah. We even that's really, true. Do we really even know who Alejandro is? The uh, uh, Benicio del Toro? No. <laughs> do we actually know what he's like? Part of the Colombian cartel or something, that, or, or was like, or yeah. His, he said he was a prosecutor in Colombia. Yeah. And what I mean, but he's a he's a prosecutor who learned how to become a hitman. Like I, I don't, <laughs> apparently, I don't yeah. know. Or was he? Was he always a part of the cartel that they he became an asset? Right. It's like what is the truth? You don't know. Right. But you're. Go- I don't know. So. I guess you just have to leave morality aside in well, a lot of ways. Yeah, that's that's what I think too. Well, it's just it just seemed like she was holding on to that and it's like why, you know? Uh, I don't know if it was a flaw just in the movie and it just wasn't coherent enough for me. I'm just not understanding it completely, but No, I think that's the conflict, I guess. That's yeah. that's maybe maybe that's the central conflict. Yeah. Is That's true. Is, is the what's what's the right way to do something versus what's maybe the most effective? Yeah, that's true. Or, or or what's I don't know what's effective is, is going around. We don't know what happens. Well, maybe we'll find out in Sicario too. Well, I mean, maybe we could talk through this when we get. Let's talk about this border scene. So I mean, so basically, she gets recruited, you know, to join uh, Josh Brolin, right? Yeah. Um, and then she doesn't know what she's doing. Yeah, where she's going. She's told yeah. she's going to El Paso. Yeah, so they stop in right outside the border in America, and they meet and stuff. Like anything that'll happen, will be coming back from you know near the border so nothing's gonna happen when we get this guy that we're going to get right which i don't even know if we knew they were getting a guy until they actually no. got him I, and we get into that 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 meeting room in the hangar and that yeah, whoever I mean, the yeah. commander was was like talking about the mission but you don't actually know anything what he's saying uh, okay <laughs> i don't so, think you're supposed yeah, to know yeah you're, you're like as we said you're the she the character is the audience in that sense, where she doesn't know, and therefore you don't know, right? Yeah, and maybe, that makes sense. Maybe that's really it: is that you evolve past this character. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, eventually, I, yeah. You, you like you you establish your own sense of what's right and wrong. And yeah, I accept that. Yeah, I mean that's I mean because there's something captivating about this movie. Um, but for me to have those issues, I'm like, why do I have this issue? Like, why? Um, but I don't yeah, think it's a flaw. I, yeah, I, I I like that. You know, yeah, you evolve past this character. Like you, you kind, you almost side with not side, but you understand Josh Brolin and Benicio del Toro. You understand, like, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You I'll know? give you a great example just about that. Is that bank scene uh, when they right, when yep. they catch the girl and they're she she runs into the truck and Brolin's like, don't go into that bank. Yeah, do not go into that bank. And she just like. This is F or whatever. Yeah. And she, we got a case. Yeah. We got to go in. What does she do? She goes into the bank. Yep. And what happens? And you know as the audience not to just listen to the guy. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. And why? Because And you know, and you feel, I felt it before you even see on screen is that her face is being captured by the video camera. Yeah. And then now that's going to be part of the cartel. They're going to know who she is and they're going to go after him. Now, after her. none of these guys are necessarily good guys. Right. But they're not going to tell her, they're... They're not going to tell her to do something that's going to endanger her life. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. They're they're in there to... She's a good guy. I mean, it's sort of like a black and white thing. There's good guys and bad guys. They're right. They're a good guy. They're, they're not going to tell you... They're not going to steer you wrong. 
they want to kill bad guys and that's it and just listen to them for your own sake right right yeah um yeah no i mean that's that's a great point there um and then uh but where were we? I don't remember where the hell the, we were. The, we were going to talk about the border scene. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah they, they get this guy because the Federales had him. So they're like, oh, no, we're going to take him. He's ours. Uh, they even have, like, a Federale escort, you know, getting to that place. And then they, you know, trying to bring him back. And they're at the border. You know, it's like, oh, we're almost there. We're almost home. How nuts is all this? Oh, my goodness. So much tension. I love this scene. The tension just builds and builds and builds until. Was this filmed, like, on location? You think it looked like it, right? It looks like it, yeah. It doesn't look like I mean, any place I've ever seen in my life. No, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I've never been, you know, driving through the Mexican border. The only border I've ever driven through is Canada, and that's friendly. That's friendly territory doesn't, there. Doesn't look like Juarez? <laughs> no, not so okay. much. Yeah, it's a lot uh, lot cooler. Um, in One of the things I love about this, they meet up with these, like, Jeeps in the Mexican Federales, right. and they're, like, riding in the back. They go over this, like, massive bump. Do you remember that? Yeah. When the guys are, like, holding on for... Yeah. I don't know what it is about. I love that. I'm, like, yeah, that feeling cool. it with them. Yeah, that was cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they're, they're you know, looking at different cars as they're trying to get through this traffic jam that right. is the border. Um, and then they see some guys with guns, possibly, and, you know. These guys, and, look, a, these guys look a little suspicious. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> and right, right, rightfully so. They did have guns, so <laughs> right, they all right. get out of the cars. Um, and they just start shooting them. Yeah. But is this? She's really mad at them for doing it. But right. what are well, they supposed to do? Well, she has to kill a guy out of it. You know, she sees a guy that. Yeah, and he was she, a federale, which they said don't trust anybody, basically anyone. Oh, I didn't notice that he was in a uniform. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, oh yeah, she said, yeah, uh, Benicio Torres said to her, even you know, even the federales can be the bad guys. Yeah, something like, if they're doing something, uh, I don't know what it was, but yeah, he was about to blow her head off, and then she right, yeah. got him first. Yeah. yeah. Because she doesn't want to get out of the truck. Everyone says, get out of the truck. She's the only one that stays into mm-hmm. the series of, what, four or five trucks that are there? Yep. It's very stubborn. Yeah, so <laughs> definitely. Yeah, she's like, no, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah, this is not, this not, is not, our, this is not our jurisdiction. <clears throat> but she handles um, herself well. Right, And that's definitely. what I like about her. Even even though she's going through all this crap and she has all these moral objections, right. she is tough. I mean, she's having a hard time, but she is not like, she's not giving up. Right. She's just going to that, almost that final scene where she's like, I want to see, I want to know what's going on. Right, yeah. Like, I want to see this thing through. I want (laughs) to... They've kept me in the dark. I want to like. I want that knowledge of what the heck is happening. Right, exactly. Experience it. Yeah, yeah. So the one thing I, w- I do want to pivot to talking about actors is I don't know. Do you know Jeffrey Donovan? He was the guy with the mustache and the glasses. Okay. No, I mean uh, I don't know if you ever saw the, sh- the TV show Burn Notice. No, it was a USA thing. It's really that's we talk about guilty pleasures. How I don't yeah. have one. That one is definitely a guilty <laughs> okay. pleasure. But I thought I don't know what your impression of just him as a, as a minor character was. But I love the guy. I mean, he rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, I think that. That's what his character is supposed to do, though. Like, yeah. just like kind of staring at uh, Emily Blunt when she first gets there. It's just yeah. like, get out of here, guy. I love what are you doing? Guy. Yeah, he and he was also in um, Angelina Jolie's Changeling movie. If you ever saw, okay, that. yeah, no. Anyway, so but uh, I just wanted to mention him briefly. But we really need to talk about Benicio del Toro. Yeah, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, oh, Alejandro. Oh man, and we mentioned him just a, a few minutes ago about we don't know anything about him, but even without knowing much about him, the guy is a force. Yeah, he is. I mean, he <laughs> yeah. like dominates this movie, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, well, because he automatically he brings intrigue. You know, when he shows up on the airplane, barely says a word. You know, he's not they're like he, cheesy sunglasses, almost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the I mean, kind of cheesy suit, the yeah, white the, suit, the and white everything. jacket. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, but uh, but oh yeah. wait, no, there was a line. Oh, he has a great line to Emily Blunt. Uh-huh. She's like, um, was it? He, he, she's like, I want to know what's going on, and she's like, he's like. You're trying to find out how the watch works. He's like, just watch the time or something along. You remember oh that? yeah, yeah, I yeah. That was a brilliant. Yeah, that line. was a good line. Yeah, he's got good, good lines here and there. You're and you're you're scared of him. You know, when even when you first meet him, but you don't know why. You know, he's he's got this little way about him. Yeah, um, quiet but strong. Yeah, yeah. character. Um, but it seems like if he's again, if you're, it's sort of like the Josh Brolin thing. If you're, if you're the, if you're on the good side, you're cool. If you're not, I'm gonna, you know, mess your shit up. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which we like, saw with when he captured the guy, uh, the one we were talking about across the border. The Jeffrey Donovan character gives him, lets him drink out of a little bottle of water. Yeah, and then a few minutes later, 
He's carrying a giant oh, jug. Oh, yeah. I didn't make that like ju- juxtaposition there. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, he's bringing a huge gallon of water. So It was like 10 gallons of water. So, yeah, so, so yeah, they bring that big guy back and they're interrogating him. So right. what was that when he gets like super close to the guy, like almost crotch to face? I don't really... What, was that just like an intimidation? Like, so. m- you know, demeaning him? I like, think so. Yeah, you yeah, know. just physical intimidation. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then... I'm like, I'm up on you and you can't do nothing. Yeah, exactly. Right and like demeaning him, like, you know, the what whole crotch do? to your face thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then they just show a, a thing of the drain that the Donovan character you were talking about, like, just like, I'm out of here and turns off the camera and leaves. Yep. And Josh Brolin's just sitting there, like, You're like what? Hmm? Hey, no and Glaze. Yeah, no Oh, man. Josh, <laughs> Josh Brolin. Again, listen to that uh, Mark Marin episode with Josh Brolin. It just came out, not like, last month yeah listen to that he's just it makes you like just like him even more he's just so cool um oh, yeah. but yeah, yeah i love Josh <laughs> then they go to the drain and then like making noises uh-huh. so i'm like is he doing something sexual to him and almost says or is he just doing something violent towards him i thought well i don't know i don't really we don't really have an answer to that yeah. but what's going on with the water bottle i mean is he gonna <laughs> Is he going to put that whole well, thing in his mouth? Well, that, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing I got from it when he took that huge water bottle. They're just going to waterboard him. Yeah, like right. They but do in the military. We don't whatever. see we don't see anything going into the drain. It just cuts away, right? We yeah, don't really true. know anything. Yeah, there's a lot of mystery in this movie. A lot of things is a lot of things are shown to you and then like. Well, the, hidden from you right. immediately. Yeah, like the whole guy with his family in Mexico, the guy, the cop who keeps you know yeah. waking up and showing time with him and his family. That's a great question. That's a great thing to bring up because is there a parallel between that guy and M- the Emily Blunt character? Because Emily Blunt, what we find out right at the end, which is this raid to go through the tunnel to catch uh, the Diaz cartel guy. Right. She's been little more than a pawn. Right, yeah, because they say they need a domestic agency to make it legal. To make it legal, and that's why they most likely have her sign that thing. Is to that say, really legal? I don't, right. Well, I think sure because that they'll then say yes, they did everything correct. And, right. Oh, we have an agency that said it was correct, and we just crossed the border. We had one FBI agent, and we sent like a battalion of right <laughs> troops across or something. Right. Like, at what point does that get limited? Like, it doesn't seem yeah. like any of this is basically. She needs to just sign the piece of paper at the end. Right. That's exactly. Really all it is. Yeah. But this guy, yeah, what's yeah, the question about this 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 crooked cop, this me- crooked Mexican cop. Right. I don't know. Is is he like the Emily Blunt version in Mexico? I, don't, I mean, what, what what makes you think of that? I mean, what? Uh, I don't know. Because what, what is this? Well, I mean, because he's conflicted morally, right? He's doing what he, he can to survive. Yeah, like he's just trying to else. do what's best for his family. You know, he's. Uh, I assume he's getting paid a little more. He's a law enforcement officer, right. just like her. Maybe he's dealing with the powerful people in his country in the same way, and all you kind of need to do is like, you know, you just you know, you throw a few bundles of drugs in your trunk. I don't. Know, it doesn't make him good, but yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, mean, they're trying to tell you something about this guy. I'm not clear I mean, what I it mean, is. And, but- and if that's the case, maybe maybe I mean it's the almost. Co- Anyone who's powerful, I mean, whether it be the American government right. or the Mexican cartel, you answer to them. You answer to them yeah. because they have power over you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's You're okay. kind of doing the yeah. best you can in that situation. Definitely. Right? Yeah. What does he do? I don't know. What is, does he refuse them? I, I don't know. Right. And then we just get, like at the end, you know, does she she refuse him or he, she gets her head blown off? You know, <laughs> he signs that piece of paper. Right. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, here's another one. Right. That American cop. How about this scene? Well, I, don't even, I do not want to forget about this scene. The uh, the cowboy bar, that mm. guy. Holy crap! After the bank scene, yeah. Daniel Kailua takes her out to this cowboy bar. He's there's this seemingly nice cop yep, friend. John, of John his. Bernthal. Is he? Um, he's, he's from Wind River. He's right? from Walking Dead. He's from Wind River. He's he's the Punisher in the oh, new okay. Netflix series. I haven't seen that. The good. I haven't seen that, but I've seen he was the Punisher in season two of Daredevil, which is great, and he's amazing. So they sp- I, I really want to check out the series. They spent a bit of time right on this. This this bar scene. Yep. Uh, when they meet, it's a little bit of a build up here. They introduce each other. There's like a right. I mean, yeah. There's a connection. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely build up. You know, they kind of meet at first, and they then dance. he leaves, and then they're talking at a table, and then they dance, and then and then they're about to hook up, yep. and then he takes out his wallet, and his keys, and he accidentally takes out the rubber band that was also the rubber band used to, that the uh, the girl was using for. We're high fiving. Uh, no, I'm okay. Go ahead. No, waiting to talk. Talk. This is my no. question time. 
So w- <laughs> was he there originally though to get her? To uh, was she basically his hitman or whatever? I don't think. Well, I think what Alejandro or was that says, all just a coincidence? It wasn't a coincidence. She went into the bank when she was told not to, right. which revealed her face, which he was sent to go find her, which I think either Alejandro, well, Alejandro either tells her, either lies to her or tells her the truth, but he says he was just trying to get information from you. And now I'm questioning if he was going to get it just Oh, trying. yeah, because I think she even said, uh, you know, I almost slept with my hitman. And then, yeah, he said he was just trying to get information from me. He you. was about to go down on her. Well, yeah, that's what was he just gonna like bang her and then try to find yeah, out? Yeah, like what try she to get knew? close to her and then like get... was, it was just gonna bang her and kill her. I don't know. I think he was just doing it more subtly. It seemed, but yeah, I don't know. Like that's, that was my confusion. Was like, what, so was he sent there to? Yeah, because he's this guy now has no choice to do anything in his life, right? Right. He's now being he he basically got a little greedy and did a favor for the cartel, and right. now he cannot get out of it. Yeah, that's true. And right. it's probably the same with the Mexican cop. And know? it's hard to... Yeah. You basically... If you say yes once, you're done. Yeah, exactly. Because... You're in this life. Now <laughs> they have you. Right. And what are you going to do? They'll either... You know, and if you don't say no really quick, it just gets worse and worse as you go. Right. And they'll expose you. And you now you're like, what? I'm going to go to jail now as a crooked cop? Because they'll just turn on you. And, or right. they'll just shoot you or something. You're done. Your and life is now over. You said yes once right. to like a quick like few thousand dollars, and now your life is over. And same with Emily Blunt's character. Like, is she now forever in the? Yeah, she's in it now. Situation she's in. You yeah, know? it's crazy. And so all these characters are getting like pushed into this this bigger war, right? This bigger thing that they didn't even miss. Well, maybe well Emily Blunt character didn't even know that was that like veil was removed. Those scales were removed from her eyes. And right now she saw like the real world, how it actually operates, and yeah. she's having a really hard time handling yeah it. yeah so i mean I, that definitely makes me understand more her her issues in this movie it makes it makes more sense before we do run out of time i do <laughs> want to make sure we do mention the final scene with benicio del yeah, toro and the, and the head cartel guy i sidetracked uh, no 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 stuff your sorries in a sack brah um uh, <laughs> Dude, I don't carry sacks. You're the one with like the super uh, 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 hot shot backpack. I have a new backpack <laughs> for my podcast equipment. <laughs> you sent me a um, picture of it and showed me all the compartments today. <laughs> I've never seen someone more proud of a backpack. I am. I'm well, it's not a, no, to call it a backpack is, is, is insulting. Yes, that is very <laughs> insulting. It's not it's like That's like calling it a knapsack. No, it is a podcasting <laughs> bag. Carry, carrying case? It's a carrying pack. It's a podcast. Soft case? It's a podcast go bag. <laughs> okay? If it's anybody not a needs Ben, immediately. If you like on short notice, like if the bat signal goes out and we're like, we need Ben, we need a podcaster, yeah, we need it yeah. now. <laughs> He's yeah. ready to roll. I'm ready. He's got that everything. happens, right? <laughs> it does that happen. usually happens. People are like, hey, Ben, we really need you to record something for us. Can you come and help us? Yeah. I sure can because I have a podcast <laughs> bag that I can quickly grab and leave the house with. I don't. I keep everything in this like little chest at home, and it takes me forever to get anything out. So I'm such a loser. <laughs> this episode of Blockbuster Mentality is brought to you by podcast bags. <laughs> go where you need to go and record what you need to record. Oh, I wish I could plug a promo code yeah. right now. That would be amazing. Well, we're working on that. <laughs> yeah, we're working we on that. We got to get more listens. Um, anyways. Well, that's all in our, our All court, right, so, so that is it for us today. No, <laughs> no yeah, let's hit on so, this. Uh, Benicio Del Toro, you found out that his family basically got killed by the Mexican cartel. We think. What I mean, do mean? Do, I mean, do we know really any truth? Well, I guess that's true. But yeah. no, 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 that's, no, no, no. You're right. No, no, we know at minimum that his yeah his family yeah his killed. family's killed. Yeah, his right. wife got uh, her. She was beheaded. His daughter was thrown into vat of acid. That's revealed at the very end, right? When he found, okay, so the tunnel stuff. Can we talk about? Can we? talk a little bit through that we have that amazing scene where they all land they figure out where this tunnel is and they right. draw this diaz guy to get to get to go through the tunnel <laughs> so basically he, this whole thing was to you know cut the head of the chicken off and see what happens because the guy they captured in mexico was diaz's brother 
right? Yeah. Or the head of the cartel's brother. It's um, okay. So, and he was basically the leader within Mexico, I assume. Right, Diaz and was so the man take, in the United States. They take him away, so chaos is happening. Diaz gets scared in, in the United States, so he's like, oh, I got to go to Mexico, because they were basically, I think they were trying to do that. They were trying to flush trying him out. Trying to get him to call back just so they could find him. Right, find exactly. Out Which... Which they do, and that's when we meet the cop again from Mexico. Well, how crazy is this, though? He pulls him over, and it's like it's really intense. I mean, yeah. the cop does not... He's terrified. Right. He doesn't really... He doesn't seem like a bad guy. Right. Even though he he's, he's moving drugs, but it's like... Does he strike you as like a, a violent person? No, a definitely not. Person, like, he's uh, just doing what he can do. He even tells uh, Benicio, like... I have a family, you know? He does. I mean, yeah. we see his kid, we see his wife, he takes right. him to the soccer game, and they eat breakfast, and I don't know. It, it, you end up getting sympathy for this guy, you know? Definitely, yeah. I mean, that's where you kind of see the badness of Benicio. It's like, did you really have to shoot the cop? I mean, you know. What was uh, he going to do? Yeah. yeah. Shoot him in the leg, or just yeah. do nothing. Like, yeah, what, exactly. What's, what's he going to do? Or maybe right. he might alert someone, I don't know, but Yeah, still. that's true, too. But yeah, it's it's it. You, could, you, you definitely feel sympathy for the cop. Like, I guess that's... Uh, I don't want to see him die. Yeah, that's Villeneuve's way of telling us that, like, even, you know, innocent people can get caught up in this game. Absolutely. You know, this war, yeah. or just collateral damage at that point. And how know? cool is this of how he makes his way in? He, oh, man, that's just... I mean, there's no way we can do it justice just by telling it, but he's just, yeah, he just he he has uh, Diaz pull up and he's already killed him. Basically, he's like slit his throat or whatever, and he pulls up and they're like, "Oh, Mister Diaz, Mister Diaz," and then oh my god, he's <laughs> like a so, super assassin, <laughs> so awesome. Like he just goes through their compound, just murking guys left and right. And he gets to, and he leaves the maid alone. At least he he doesn't he doesn't shoot the maid. And she's smart enough to not like drop her th- the tray she's holding and scream or do right. anything. Yeah, you know she she kind of knows. She right, knows she's where like, she's working. Yeah, yeah, because he wouldn't have gotten this far right. in the house if no. <laughs> if uh, he didn't kill some dudes. So what do you feel about him generally as an actor? I. I'm a fan, but I can't say that I can like point anything that I love him in yeah. other than really this movie. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, I really liked him in Usual Suspects just because. Yeah, but that was like he was a unique character. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he was in Twenty One Grams. He was in. I never saw that. Um, what else was he in? He was Snatch. in Traffic. He won an Oscar for Traffic. Did he? Snatch. Yep. yep. Um, He's just saying, yeah. He just had these small roles here and there. It's funny in Snatch. I thought I thought him and Brad Pitt were the same person. I don't know. I was really? confused. Oh, interesting. Stupid thought by me. But <laughs> I confe- <laughs> just I'm just going to say it now. Confession: I've never seen Snatch, so <laughs> I don't know that I saw it either. Even uh, though I saw it, I don't know that there was any. Yeah. I don't know what I saw. Uh, one of those deals. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the hell that movie I, I, I know those movies. I know the movies were. It's like Lock, Stock, and what did and, I watch? And bar- Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah, nobody really likes that movie. It's just shooting. There's yeah. no story. Exactly. So, anyways, so <laughs> saying that. Um, but yeah, as an actor, I mean, I liked him in in this movie. I did not like him in Last Jedi. I mean, so those are two recent oh, movies. Terrible. I mean, I, but I I can actually say I love him in this movie. I think I his too. character is just awesome. It's yeah, great. So yeah, he's sitting at the Walks. table. Yeah, have you seen uh, the Netflix series Narcos? No, I need to check it out though. <laughs> I was in <laughs> trouble drinking. <there. laughs> well, I was trying to talk as I had uh, beer I in my mouth. Go. You ask me questions as I'm drinking. <laughs> I will refrain from doing that in the future. But it, well, I only mentioned it because uh, in in there in Colombia they they eat they have a, these amazing like palatial estates, but they eat outside. Yeah, and it looks sort of similar to this, and it's beautiful, right? This right. Is like, an amazing place to live. Oh right? my god! Yeah, but they're having dinner outdoors with it. It's all you know, covered and lit and all that, and it looks sort of similar to that. And he just walks up to this family. Yep. Oh, the wife and the two sons, and he's so. I, I think what I love about Brolin and what I like about um, uh, Benicio del Toro is their calmness. Right. Yep. How slow and steady yep. they are. It's Love like, that. yeah, it's it's menacing in a way. Like yeah. I said uh, earlier, uh, quiet but strong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Benicio just like sits down and, you know, the, the, the dude knows what's up. It's you know, so he, he knows what's going on. Yeah. He knows what he did to Benicio's family. And uh, I can't remember exactly what Benicio sell, says, but, you know. The guy's kind of... the. the yeah, I don't remember either, but I remember the the, the, uh, the cartel boss is like just pleading like not in front of my family and, you know. No, you're not afforded. Right, yeah. He shoots the family first. Yep. And then he says, finish eating. Yeah. Like, he makes them, like, 
live through having to finish eating his food while knowing that his family was just killed right in front of him. Horrible. Yeah. Absolutely horrible. But, so, he, you know, the bad guy, so yeah. he's got to be worse than Del Toro, I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, look what he's done to, I mean, look what he did with Tim Benicio's family. Look yeah, what that's he did, what we learn about the you know, beheading and yeah, all that. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's it's it's, it's intense stuff. I, the, cinematically, that scene is just awesome. amazing. Yeah. Just like the build up to it and everything. It's just like, wow. Um, I so want to yeah. ask you one question. Yeah. Uh, Brolin tells, um, Emily Blunt, uh, this idea that like what what we're doing here. Oh, because she comes back, they go back and get her because she right. went out the wrong tunnel. We don't know what that means. <laughs> Brings her back. He's like wrestling with her. It actually reminds me of the way the uh, the dirty cop was almost going to choke her out and kill her. Oh yeah, he's like stop, true, yeah. stop, stop. She doesn't really stop. She's like always oh, fighting. And finally, right. I mean, Brolin's not trying to kill her. He's just trying to like get her to yeah, just, like calm, calm down. down yeah, he explains it to her like, here's what we're doing. There's so much chaos going on, and and we need to return back to a time where, like, the Medellin cartel, which is Medellin is what they called Benicio del Toro. Yeah, Colombians right? cartel, yeah. When they used to run everything, we need to just deal with, like, one big player versus a bunch of them. And he's, he says something like, until he's, like, 20% of the country is doing drugs or something right, like that. Yeah. And until that stops, this is the reality we live in. I just wanted to get your impression or your do you agree in what he said this like 20 percent number like until people stop using drugs this is going to be our reality i I wonder about that i mean because i've I've heard that from i've heard that outside of this movie yeah basically like the demand for the drugs means that we're going to have this insanity when that death and destruction starts making its way over the border then this is when you get a response. Yeah, I guess once it starts happening on American soil, they gotta be like when you get bombs going off in Ari- in an Arizona yeah. subdivision, then it, you're, you're gonna take that personal first of all, but right. also you gotta make sure you protect your people. You yeah. protect, you know, alarm bells start going off. We start forming illegal teams yeah. that go in and start killing people like indiscriminately. So within the realm of this movie, you don't <laughs> think what they're doing is effective at all, or I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, well, I don't have a problem with killing. <laughs> Bad guys. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe there's this is, could be a path forward, and maybe that's kind of the lesson: is that the Emily Blunt we need to do things by the book is so stupid that you just shouldn't even pay attention to it. Right. This is we should treat this like an actual war and right. not a quote unquote drug war where we we, we make busts. And we measure the success by how much drugs we're seizing yeah. the pot by pounds. We really should measure it by how many bad guys we're killing. Yeah, for people who go so far off the book, we cannot handle them by the book, you know? Right. We can't, we can't use the tactics that are on the book when they're doing things like hanging people. Putting IEDs in sheds. And yeah, exactly. And, stuff. you know, hanging people from uh, overpasses. Chopping off heads. Chopping off heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, we, we got to meet that with more than just by the book, you know? Um, it's a big subject. It's yeah, absolutely. Deep, yeah. It really makes you challenge. I mean, I'm just, I'm throwing out, I'm just throwing out all this no, stuff definitely. Right now I mean, it's, 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 it's hard. I mean, it's good. It's, oh, it's cool to talk through and it's fun to talk through and, uh, and all that. But it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those topics where it's just like, these are big yeah. moral questions. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, we're just like giving our impressions off the top of our heads right now. Right. I mean, to work this out morally, what's and then that's I guess maybe that's really kind of the the end point of the movie is what's right and wrong. Right. I don't know. <laughs> what I know is I don't want to have IEDs in my shed. No, or my neighbor, not so much. So that's maybe that's my maybe that's my starting point, <laughs> and everything else will work after yeah. that. I think I'm good for now. You know, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not addicted to any drug or anything, yeah, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, Watch out for my track know. marks here, but yeah, careful. Um, but toes. as a movie, <laughs> I think this is a really good movie. I do too. Even though it's confusing, um, and I want yeah. to figure out what the heck is going on with that tunnel. Yeah, the, <laughs> the tunnel. You know, I think this is something you're gonna have to let go. But uh, uh, what? Uh, how would you rate this movie? I'm gonna give this thing three and a half stars. Uh, I feel like I should maybe give it more, but I, I I'm gonna hold fast on that, uh, and I'm gonna give it three buckets of popcorn. What do you got? Uh, that's Pretty much identical to okay. me. Uh, three and a half stars, three buckets of popcorn. Uh, well, why are you looking at my cheat before you give your answer? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I was correct. I just wanted to make sure you were correct. But um, I, I almost feel like I should give this thing four stars, but I don't know. It doesn't quite get yeah, there for me. Yeah, I guess there, there, there's a lot of incoherence. Uh, 
a lot of questions and just you know i i think now that i think about it how you said you know it, it seemed like it dragged a little bit at some points i think i felt that too and i don't know why because it yeah. feels like there's a lot of crazy action going on right but still it's slow yeah definitely yeah. Um, but is that a villainub thing Arrival's not yeah. fast. Yeah, that's definitely not Wait, fast. Twenty forty nine, certainly not fast. <laughs> not so much. Yeah, I think Villeneuve likes to take his time and, yeah. and really build up the story, which I think he does a great job at. So, yeah. and you know, as you look at those movies, I think he's gotten better and better. I mean, Sicario, and then you got Arrival, and then you got Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I mean, obviously, totally different movies. I know, very different. Yeah, but it seems like he's finding a groove. He's finding his, um, you know his balance you yeah. know with his movies so. well in any event i'm definitely looking forward to sicario 2 me too and uh you know, by, by the time this vi- the episode <laughs> releases we might have already seen it we might already, already even meet we might already even have a review out for oh, it. that's insanity well that is <laughs> uh, you know that's all up to movie pass at this yes, point if that is true actually get that is ourselves true. in this seat come on movie pass if you've heard our top five uh movie robot or robot I, yeah, robot? top five movie robots. <laughs> okay, I have a. We both have a lengthy rant on yep, that. <laughs> that's true. All right, well, that is it for us, folks. That is Sicario from 2015. Uh, be sure to follow us on YouTube and subscribe and leave comments. Let us know what your thoughts are on Sicario. Let, let us know on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. My personal account is at BCCord. I'm at Dave underscore Quist. And yeah, just uh, help us, you know, Give uh, us some support help. us. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, continue uh, interacting with us on Twitter. We really enjoy that. Yeah, I'll say this. We are loving everything you guys are doing. We appreciate all the support, all the listens. Um, it feels like things are, we're getting some momentum Yeah, here. definitely. We got some guest yeah. spots, some future shows. And we are like really hot right we're now. We're hot. <laughs> We are so hot right now. We're having a lot of fun, and I and, I, and a lot of you, you guys keep us going. I think, right? Definitely, it's, it's, yeah, uh, absolutely. You get that energy moving. So, very much appreciated. Thank you all for everything. Definitely. All right, folks. Well, that is it for us. For Dave, I'm Ben Seagrin, and as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. <laughs>